Tom Marshall here, Newark Airport, just about to set off to San Antonio. Goodwin for Mexico against the United States, 3-0. Thought it was another another step, another step of of the players of the team. Understanding Tata Martino. And obviously we saw that reflected on the field but also off it as well. In the build up to the game there was very little access. The the it trained about 40 miles away from New York City in, in a place called Morristown uh, very secluded you know, not the big shopping malls you know they're not going by in the Rolexes or anything in the in, in the big city shopping malls over there it's uh, you know very set away from the media very not much is kind of leaking out of camp these days and that's exactly how Tata Martino likes it I mean he doesn't he doesn't like to kind of mingle with the media he doesn't like the players to be doing other things apart from being focused on the on the games because obviously as a as an international manager the you have very little time with these players we saw Gustavo Matosas with Costa Rica the other day saying that he was bored with being an international manager he's actually he's he's flying into San Luis today as well so I don't know I don't think he was just bored with being an international manager, but uh, yeah, I mean, it shows you you have to you have to take advantage. I think Tata Martino, because of his experience with Paraguay, because of his experience with Argentina, he gets it, he knows it, he's been here before, and I think we saw on the pitch a difference between the teams. I mean, I know a lot's been written about that, uh, but you know, Mexico, I just think the players are adept at carrying out what Tata Martino is asking of him. Um, you know, playing out the back for a Mexican defender isn't something that that comes too difficult for the vast majority. Obviously, Mexican players just known known for being so technical. Um, and you watch the youth system; and it's how they it's how they play, it's how they brought up. It's a kind of cultural thing as well. Uh, but what what impressed me most, more than anything, on um, on Friday was the was the pressing, the coordination. You could, I mean, you know. Tata's been having a lot of double training sessions and you can see what they've been doing. I mean, it's so well coordinated. Sometimes they give the cent- they let the centre-back have the ball and then that first pass into midfield and they're like harriers after the ball. You know, they just don't, didn't give the US, you know, chance to play out. Um, and obviously they're in their kind of process, they're understanding what Greg Berhalter is, look- is, at- is looking for from them. So, you know, it's a struggle. I'm sure they'll get better at that. Um, you know, a lot of criticism in the US press about about Berhalter, about why did why he didn't kind of go long, but I tell you what, if you uh, look at someone like Martino, who would just not, that it's a principle of, of the game that, as a coach, I don't think you can go back on. It's either you do it like that or you don't do it like that. It's not like it's not really working that well, you know, especially in a friendly. Um, and so yeah, I mean you can't imagine. I mean the extreme example is Bielsa, Marcelo Bielsa. I mean Bielsa is not going to tell his team to play in a way. And then all of a sudden, to kind of kick it forward. I mean, Bielsa, a Bielsa team will try and play the same way for the night for the ninety minutes. Um, and and the key is, and I think the key with the US is that the players buy into it. If the players buy into it, then they, then they've got a chance. If the players start doubting it and thinking maybe we should play you know, if we played a different way, maybe we'd get better results. Then then it becomes a, a difficult task for the manager, who you know. He doesn't have a vast amount of experience. He doesn't have a, a, you know, a kind of big coaching resume to be able to kind of back up, um, to fall back on. Sorry, but yeah, but from from the Mexican point of view, 
I mean, I just thought we saw as well Hector Herrera, just supreme for me. It's no surprise, but I just think he's going to be a, such a key figure for this next process. And then, obviously, Tecatito Corona. I mean, this is a guy who plays for Porto every week now. He's playing in Champions League, he's hitting his prime. Um, if he can find that consistency, then he can be a massive player. Absolutely massive. I mean, you, you have Tecatito on one wing and Lozano on the other wing, and Jimenez up front, and you know that's a that's a very strong forward line um, and I think that you know he Tecatito improves improves that that depth down the wings you know a lot and then you've got Uriel Antuna coming on and obviously you've got you've got you've got players behind them as well but yeah um, I thought those two those those two players coming back specifically really don't know he just made you kind of take a step back and think there is some real depth now and you can see what Martino's doing with the younger players and you know Roberto Alvarado didn't have his best game ever but you know he's getting there I mean I've watched him live a few times for Cruz Azul this season he's an absolute quality player um, you know Carlos Rodriguez not as his best season for Monterrey but you know he plays on the international level he plays a li- he played a little bit further further forward and I, I was I was massively impressed in, in how he pressed as well because he was kind of the, the the advanced midfielder that was actually a lot of the time leading the press. Um, but yeah, final thing on the players, um, Chicharito. It should be no surprise given he's now got fifty two goals. But I don't know. I just think that's a reminder what he, what he showed in that game. Not just the goal because you expect him to score that goal uh, once he gets into that position. But it's the build up to the goal was absolutely phenomenal. The way he was kind of that that kind of loose piece that was kind of dragging the defence out of shape and then when the ball actually eventually came in yeah, I think it was 5 on 5 if I'm not mistaken in the box which you know as an attacking team you'd, you'd take um, and yeah he looked hungry I mean even like 2 nil up 3 nil up he was still he was still absolutely pressing the US backline. and I just thought the attitude as well from Gicharito was was spot on Um and yeah, let's uh, let's see let's see what happens um, in San Antonio against against Argentina. Tata Martino, obviously, now going up against his old team. He said he's not really very emotional about it. It's just not a big deal to him. <laughs> I'm sure it will be when the Argentine anthem starts playing. But um, you know, uh, things looking really good for Mexico right now. Um, I asked. I asked Martino before the game if the US had have an advantage because they've got more players in Europe and he said yeah it's very good for them it's going to be good moving forward but also we've got players that we you know he, he, he made me believe that he thinks some of these younger players are also going to go to Europe so yeah good stuff for Mexico um, it's just about moving forward and not thinking that you know this is not the best team in the world because it's beat the United States twice um, I think I think getting ahead of ourselves would be would be a mistake and yeah we'll see we'll see what Argentina brings it would be Tata Martino's 13th undefeated game as Mexico coach so good start um, but yeah anyway thanks for tuning in heading over now to San Antonio um, Eric Gutierrez Rodolfo Pizarro Cesar Montes and Chaka Rodriguez aren't making the trip uh, due to illness and and uh, 
ill health with Pizarro undergoing an appendicitis operation uh, and then yeah and Eric Gutierrez uh, fractured right hand bone in his right hand so yeah and Andres Andre Guardado not, not here either because of um, his wife's due to give birth on Monday so good luck to him for that and yeah but I think he's going to the game against San Antonio in, against Argentina there's going to be a very different team expect Ochoa Raul Jimenez you know Lozano from the start um, Edson Alvarez Carlos Salcedo I mean I think it's going to be a equally as strong team as the one that faced the United States and I think that in itself is, is a lesson you know you've got a, one international break he's going to play two different starting 11s and there's not much difference between the two so anyway we'll end it on that note tune in tomorrow for uh, coverage from the press conferences and yeah have a good Sunday or Monday wherever you're listening from <laughs>